I-C-K-B-A-C-K, the kickback. We live in effect with Reek Reek, Bree Bree, and your boy E-B. Let's have fun. What's good, kickback family? It's your boy E-B, and I am here with two of my favorite people, Sabrina and Sharika, and you're listening to the kickback. Hopefully, um, you've been enjoying your month of December as we wind down 2022 and if you're not I hope it gets better uh, because I know just because of the way wor- the world works and the news that we sometimes get it's just sometimes it sucks for some people um, and for others you have just better coping mechanisms and we hope that that continues to just shine bright and you lift up the spirits and the vibes and the energy of those who you are around um, for me this week if I had to put a number on it I would say I'm sitting at a cool 85, nothing too crazy, nothing too fancy. All is swell, which means so well. Um, I think we're super well. I don't know, one of them. Um, whatever you wanted to mean. Um, you 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 make up the terms. Um, that's what I do, at least. And the song, if I had to put one, it would be a throwback. Um, the lovely little drummer boy. That's what I have just because of just the normal or I won't say normal, but just the simple pum nothing extra special about the song. <laughs> they got their little lines, but just that Ooh. little part just gets me because it's like this is really a song and it's a popular song. And like this is, you know, because we know art can be subjective, but I'm like somebody wrote this many, many years ago and this is still going on. Come, they told me pum pum. A newborn king to see. I love it. Bum, bum, bum. Our finest gifts we bring. Bum, bum, bum. To lay before the king. And it just goes on. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. And like, just imagine, like, what if the wise men or wise people, because I know it's a wasn't, but it could have been ladies bringing gifts as well. We don't know if it was three, if it was five, if it was two. If it was seven, but like, what if that's what they were really doing? Like, as they were walking up, because like, what people don't understand, they weren't really there um, at the time of the birth. They came um, later because you know they knew the area um, as they followed the star, but they didn't make it in time, from what we know or what we've been told. Um, but all the pictures and all the lovely nativity scenes make it seem like they were there at the time. But it's just funny because they probably was walking, keeping they safe. Um, I would say keeping themselves awake. Probably even doubting it, even though they had their gifts. Like, why did we waste our money on this myrrh, on this fracases? How about if it's not even the king? And then somebody probably just bust out, ba-rum-ba-bum-bum. Bum, bum. Like, just <laughs> cracking jokes. But that's just me. Um, as you can see, I'm just in a jolly mood because I suck sometimes. <laughs> uh, so that's where I'm at. Sabrina, Sharika, how y'all feeling? <laughs> um, I'm doing Okay. Oh, shout out to you guys. It's Christmas Eve. Happy Christmas Eve, guys. Um, I am so excited um, to be spending Christmas with my family. I hope, I don't know if you guys, uh, what you guys do for Christmas, not you guys, Sabrina and EB, um, on Christmas Eve, but our listeners, but I hope you have a wonderful Christmas Eve. If you're listening to this on Christmas Eve or Whenever else you're listening to it, I hope you do have a beautiful Christmas Eve. Uh, My temp is, ooh, it's going to be 68, and that's good because here in Florida on Christmas, it's supposed to be cool, and some people may not be happy, but I'm excited. 
Because then it's like it's actually winter and Christmas season when it's cool. So I'm excited about that. And my song is called The Night Before Christmas. And it's by Amy Grant. And I just wanted to um just say a few of the words. It says, if your heart's been longing, you've been afraid to try, sorrow's kept you company, and the dance has passed you by, I'll lift you up and blaze with you across a moonlit sky on the night before Christmas. And the chorus says, because you don't have to be an angel to sing harmony. You don't have to be a child to love the mystery. And you don't have to be a wise man on knee. The heart of Christmas is in you and me. The heart of Christmas is in you and me. Because we, if you have Jesus in you, that's the heart of Christmas. So that's my song. That's my temp. And I'm excited to be with you guys today. I know. There's such a magical magical uh joy that's in the the air this time of year and Sharika I thank you and Evie for making it about what we celebrated about which is you know the birth of Christ we know he was really born in the fall and all that but this is what our culture does this is what we're on and I love all the baby Jesus songs and the manger scenes and I love all the three wise men there even though we weren't no they weren't there that night I'm just I'm here for the culture in that sense I'm going to go the other direction with my tempo because my favorite Christmas movie you can find on YouTube. It's not a recommends because I recommended it last year and y'all have already heard about it. All of the other reindeer, Drew Barrymore, she brings it. Can she sing? Not worth a lick, but it's endearing and I love to hear it. So my first, there are two songs from that show or the movie. It's probably like 20 minutes, 30 minutes tops. And like I said, you can find it on YouTube. She opens it singing, I love Valentine's Day and the 4th of July. I'm a little bit sad when Halloween has gone by. I'm thankful Thanksgiving comes around in the fall, but I've always loved Christmas, the best of them all. Every day special. I'm not complaining, but I'm always counting the days still remaining till Christmas. Right? So sweet. So cute. And then at the end, they run it back. And they're saying, because in the movie, Olive, she's a dog, but she thinks she's a reindeer and she helps them save Christmas. So so do you get it? Because her name is Olive, like the olives you eat. But she heard them calling for all of the other reindeer, but she thought they were calling for herself, Olive. Anyway, Mm -hmm. she helped save Christmas. And then at the end, they're singing like in the chorus and they're saying, it took Olive to remind us, you can't give up on Christmas Eve. Now the trouble's all behind us. Because Olive taught us how to believe. So Merry Christmas, after all, to everybody big and small. I pulled the sleigh and had a ball. So Merry Christmas, after all. I say that to say, now, obviously, for us, it doesn't take Olive to teach us how to believe. But God made us in his image. He put that light in all of us. And really, your walk, your actions, they can inspire somebody. They can really be the. And for me, it was the thing that helped me to believe. I saw it in my family, my parents my pastors, my mentors. So be like Jesus and be like Olive, the little dog while she was a reindeer. Help teach others how to believe. If I had to put a number on my temp, um, I don't know. I am going to go cold and it's like in a, a good sense because it's Christmas time and I'm a Carolina girl, very North, North Carolina, three hours from DC. I love a little chill in the air. So I'm going to go with a nice 50 degrees. Mm, nice. So um, as we get into our topic today, before we get into our topic today, you guys know podcasts, sometimes we re- record 
in advance, all over the place. So at the time of this recording, it's a few weeks, well, no, a week and a half before Christmas, or maybe just about a week. Y'all, I don't know. It's the 16th of December. How about that? That's what it is. And I say that to say, because what I'm going to say is it's not going to be brand new and it's not really brand new today either. But I um, just wanted to talk about this on the podcast because it's really been upsetting me the past few days, or I've really been upset about this the past few days. I'm sure everyone knows um, at this point, obviously, about the passing of Twitch from So You Think You Can Dance, or you may have known him from the Ellen Show, or he was, but he's done a lot of hosting gigs, especially with his wife. And that really, really shocked me. And it really upset me in the sense of just seeing someone who was so positive, gave off very positive um his attitude, his his light, his energy. He was always dancing and bringing joy to people. Him and his wife, and um, I follow them on Instagram. So they're always doing dances together. And I love dance. I'm not that great of a dancer, but I love dance. I love to see people dance. And I really love when men can dance well. I love that. But anyways, I follow them on Instagram. And I always see them dance from time to time, sometimes with their kids. And so just to see someone who is seemed so happy and someone that seemed to be so uh, loving and all the people who who spoke of him, not just in his passing, but while he was with us on this earth, always spoke highly of him, always spoke very kind of him. And so it was just very sad to see someone um, um, take their life or just not even be be among the living when they shared so much of their lives and their joy with people. So that really was sad to me. And um, oddly enough, the day before that happened, I was watching, I was on Instagram watching just videos. And this one lady was just sharing a video about those of, you know, if the holidays is a hard time for you, like some helpful tips and hints and things that you can do um, if you find yourself in a dark place during the holidays or any time of the year for that matter, but especially kind of, it's kind of hard in the holiday season when you see like everyone else seems so happy and you're not, or you're, everyone seems like they're so joyful and you feel in despair. There are a lot of resources out there. There's a lot of people who are willing and able and available to help. So please uh, don't suffer in silence. Don't, um, don't, don't think that you are not needed, wanted, loved, cared about. You are, you are a child of God and you matter. And so if you need help, please reach out to someone, anyone, us. If you don't have anyone that you know, hit us up on our socials. We may not post a lot, but we are ever vigilant on the socials. And so hit us up on our social or anything um, if you really need anyone or any help. Sabrina EB, do you have anything you wanted to add on that note? I don't. I think you captured it beautifully. It's just very hard to hear about. And EB, you've done a phenomenal job in the past, like highlighting the resources that people who are struggling with those kind of thoughts can use. We talked about it on the National Suicide Prevention Month. And I guess I just want to 
remind people you are not alone. Even if physically you're alone, you don't have family nearby or friends close by, or you have those things, but you feel like they don't know you or accept you. Trust me, you are fearfully and wonderfully made and God has a plan and a purpose for you. And um, there's so much life to be lived and to be lived abundantly. Reach out, even if it's to me. I know you're thinking, I don't really know you. You're just a voice on a podcast. That's very true. And I can be closed off to people I don't know. But with something like that, trust me, the Holy Spirit in me (laughs) will allow me to be as open as I need to be. So I just want to share that. Um, Evie, anything to share? Yeah. So for me, um, of course, I think, like you said, uh, Sharika did a great job of articulating it and speaking about the situation. So I won't um, go too much on it outside of I can say that, you know, and it's not to put a comparison on anybody who's dealing with this, but I know what suicidal ideations feel like. Um, and in my mind, I know some people see it in different ways, but just that thought process. And I heard this from a mentor of mine or somebody who I respect and look up to, John Murphy, um, just like not being able to comprehend basically what would lead an individual to want to, in the best way, turn on themselves. Um, and sometimes we see it as a person being isolated or alone, but it's like you get to that point where you feel like that's the only solution to whatever um, an individual is dealing with. And I know, like you said, always try to tell people like, you know, either text or call the 988 link where there's professional uh, professionals who are readily available. Um, but there was something that um, I guess you could say caught my attention on social media the other day. And it was something that I've thought about, but it hasn't really like peeked in my head and I'll read it for you guys real quick. But it was like the check on your strong friends fall a bit flat when you're not when you aren't, it says aren't, but when you when you aren't trained or equipped to support someone living with severe and persistent suicidal ideation. Not everyone who wants to help is able to help. And it's okay to accept that. Um, and I know for some people you're like, well, what could I do? I like, I wish I could have did something. And for some people, there really was nothing you could do. Like mm-hmm. it's hard to do something when you're not aware that mm-hmm. there's something go on. So I would say for those of you who either have lost someone to something like this, or you have friends who are dealing with it and you're like, you feel clueless, so to speak, please know that, you know, one, you're not alone, but also don't beat yourself up over not knowing what to do. But as Sabrina also mentioned, um, you know, for us who are believers, like God will give you those words. The spirit will speak to you. And it might be just you pointing them in the direction of somebody who can physically um, help them with what they're dealing with or giving or saying the right words at the right time. And you just never know um, basically what that would do for an individual. So don't ever basically sell yourself too short and um, trying to find ways to just be intentional with all the relationships that you have. But if something like that does just come across your path, I would also just say don't beat yourself up over it because there's literally nothing. Um, I don't say nothing you can do. It's challenging to deal with regardless, but don't beat yourself over over something that you may have not been aware of. I guess I'll say that. I do want to add something to what you said, E.B., because that really sparked a thought in my mind. Um, now, mind you, I'm not trained or anything like that. And as E.B. was saying, if you're not, and let's say someone does reach out to you, I think when they say check on your friends or your strong friends or whoever, all your friends, when you check on who you, and if someone does say something to you that is causing you for concern, um, I'm sure you can, if you, even if you're not the one that needs to 
uh, you're not the one with the suicidal thoughts, you can, I believe, call those same numbers yourself and try to get and intervene and get help to that individual or call 911 or something. But if someone does reach out to you, you don't need to um, there, you, you can reach out to resources and even if you're not the one that needs resources, if that makes, if I'm making sense, hopefully y'all understand what I'm saying. Like, don't feel like you have to get that person through whatever they're going through. You're not trained. You're not capable. I think they just need someone to hear them out and be with them or be with them if they can't at that moment. But I think you also need to be reaching out to resources or helping them, guiding them to a resource. Don't think that you can help them through this or fix it for them um, beyond the immediate need of a presence possibly or a co or co uh, contacting someone. But um, like, don't think you have to be the one to, you know, counsel them or whatever have you. Um, and a lot of times people want just a presence, someone to show up, someone to show they care, someone to know that they exist to see them, to hear them. Um, so I did want to throw that out there as well. So on to our other uh, topics and things of, of the like. Did you guys, did either of you catch any of the Megan and Harry documentary. I did not. It's still on my bucket list to watch. Um, I've seen a lot of tweets about it, but I have not taken the time to watch it yet, but I plan on it. Okay. Same. I I want to do it, but I kind of have this thing of just watching Christmas Dust during the season because I refuse to watch it once Christmas is over. <laughs> so I'm saving it for after Christmas. I know that's crazy, but I am. No, it's all right. We all got our things. We all do our things. I won't. So I won't talk too much about it because um, well, we can talk about it in the new year, but I, it's not over yet. Well, I won't say I have seen some of the episodes. I think I've seen the first three. I just I think a new episode dropped this week. I have not watched that one. So maybe but probably by the new year, it'll all be out because I can't imagine it being very many more episodes. I thought it was just going to be the three and then and then there was more to come. So um I know we recommended you guys check that out. So we still recommend you check it out. And we're going to jump into talking to, about it in the new year. And hopefully it'll be, all be done. So we'll get a, to be able to talk about the full picture of it. Um, so keep that on y'all's radar for the new year. Um, what else is going Oh, I do remember what else I was going to tell you. Oh, the other thing I wanted to um, talk to uh, EB and Sabrina, I know we talked about Christmas traditions and things like that. Do you guys do anything special on Christmas Eve? Um, my family, we never really had a consistent Christmas Eve tradition. I remember when we were young, we tried to convince our parents to letting us open up like one present on Christmas Eve or things like that. So, but we didn't really normally do that. I remember doing that maybe once. I think we read the story, the Christmas Eve, the, I mean, the story of Christmas. Um, we read the Christmas, the one from the Bible, the true Christmas one. And then the one, um, the, the Santa Claus, you know, upon a clatter, you know, 
or a rosa clatter that one so and then we got to open one christmas uh gift but ev do you guys do anything special on christmas eve y'all have any christmas eve traditions um no not necessarily outside of of course just a family getting together and trying to have a good time but there's nothing specific there's not like no i hear sometimes people like you open like a few gifts on christmas eve or you eat certain types of meals so to speak but there's not a specific christmas eve or even I would say Christmas tradition. Um, the main thing is just trying to get together with family and make the best out of that time with family, uh, whether that be through cracking jokes or a meal or at a specific relative house, so to speak. But there's not like a set thing that we as a family, I guess you could say as a family um, that we do for for the holidays. Are you, so EB, I do have a question, a follow-up question to that. Do you like, are you a, a traditions person? Like, are you like in tradition, into, into traditions, like traditions, like want to want to do traditions? Or are you just like, hey, whatever happens, whatever comes, like, are you a traditions person? Uh, for the most part, no. Um, and mm-hmm. I say that like, now I will say I like stuff to be consistent. So if that counts as tradition, because I know some people might be like, but you love consistency. So wouldn't that be the same thing? Um, so that could be something per se, but not necessarily like, hey, every Christmas we have to do this. Every Thanksgiving we have to do this. Um, no, the gifts have to be open in this order or this person or uh, open the gifts first. Like I'm not on that. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as just having a sense of consistency, like me and my wife, we try to decide like, hey, for Thanksgiving, we'll do this and Christmas, we'll do this. And that's something we kind of try to alternate where like we'll go to her. Um, like I'll go to my in-laws for Thanksgiving. Then I'll go to my, my family for Christmas. Um, or we'll say you go to my family for um, Thanksgiving and go to the, the in-laws for Christmas, whereas vice versa the following year. You know, whatever it may be, or some years has been because of the proximity of both locations. It's like, we'll do both. We'll do one in the morning, one in the afternoon and make the best out of it. So it really just depends. But there's not like a sense of it has to be this or if it's not this, then I'm going to feel some type of way. That's definitely never the case. I like traditions. I like I want I'm a traditions person. Like even like even if it does even if we don't have a tradition, like I would like for us, like I was saying, we don't really have a Christmas Eve tradition. And like and now I'm speaking specifically now of me and my husband, we don't have a we don't really have a Christmas Eve tradition or things like that. But I like to start and create things that can and will become traditions in our lives. And I'm this year is probably not the best year for me to start a Christmas Eve tradition. One, I don't know what I would do. Two, it's a crazy year. We're going to have a lot of family in town and it's not going to be a regular Christmas Eve for us. But in the future, I want to have a Christmas Eve tradition. Like I love traditions. My husband does not really care for traditions. He don't care about traditions. He's like, okay, if we want to do it, we'll do it. If we don't do it, oh well. I'd be like, no, I wanted to do a thing like for our anniversary, our tradition was to always watch our wedding video on our anniversary. We did not watch our wedding video this anniversary. And that really bothered me. I'm still mad about it today. And so I like traditions and we don't um, there have and this is not the first time we've like missed it. We missed it like one or other one or two other times, which is like we ain't been married that long anyway. But um, we I do want to create a Christmas Eve tradition. I'm not sure what it is. So if y'all have ideas out there of things that I could do on for Christmas Eve, let me know because I want to be prepared for next year to start some new tradition in my home for Christmas Eve. Because I think Christmas is pretty standard, but like Christmas Eve can either, I don't want it to feel like another day. I know it is just another day, but I want it to feel 
almost as special as Christmas. So I want a Christmas tradition. So if you guys out there have anything. So like just thinking of it, um, as you mentioned that, is there something that has stuck out to you that you heard maybe you've seen on television, saw on, on a streaming show, saw heard a friend talk about it where it's like, this is what we do. Is, is there something, not saying specifically Jock, what somebody else does, but like, is there something that pops out to you where like, I, I would consider that or that would be really cool to do? Um, Nothing that stands out, but I will tell you what I won't be doing. I'm not about the, um, what's the, the elf? Elf on the shelf? Elf on the shelf. Oh, I thought you were about to say Elf the movie. I was like, girl, people love that. No, no. Elf on the shelf. No, not doing that. Uh, I already told y'all I'm not really promoting Santa, but he will, he can have a, if my kids bring him up, he will be alive for them, but I won't be doing Elf on the shelf. That's a hard no for me. I don't like, I think it's because I just, like, I think the concept is cute. I think the, Putting the elf in different places is cute. Oh, you know what? I did see this. This I would not would not be mad at. People have like little manger scenes and um, they will move um, the wise men like far away. And then as they as approaching Christmas, they would move the wise men every day a little closer and closer and then um, have the wise men appear in the manger scene. Uh upon Christmas Day. Now that I will be like, okay, let's see where where the wise men have traveled. I I like that. I like that aspect of or doing something like that. I don't like Elf on the Shelf because it's like well, I know that people are like are just more into like making the elf do cute or funny things. But the idea of like, oh, the elf is watching you and you have to be good because the elf is watching you. No, you need to be good because you're my children and I expect that you be on your best behavior and give your best. Now, obviously, you know, kids going to be kids, but don't, you don't think Christmas is getting presents because you're, you are pretending to be good these times of year. I don't want to promote that, but that's a little aside and probably y'all taking it. I'm taking it too serious, but I don't really like Elf on the Shelf, but maybe I'll do a wise (laughs) thing. I like the wise man, like <laughs> not the wise man, the the creepy middle aged man looking over their bed. Not to, no to the it manger. I'm not kidding. To the I know, I know. I'm just messing with you. I think that, but I'm also the person. If y'all listen to our former episodes, the person who is so excited to lean into the Santa. Lean into the toothberry. I don't f with the Easter bunny, but the other two, like that kind of stuff, that magical time of the season, I I just love that. I think it's like part of the thing that makes childhood like special. It's and mm-hmm. maybe I lean into it too because growing up, you know, my mom wasn't about that. We literally in August would go to the Walmart, choose three gifts, she put them on layaway, so we already knew what it was. There was no illusion. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. And I'm sure she had her reason for that. Uh, I love you guys' traditions. I have some similar, some a little bit different. One thing that my family has always done on Christmas Eve is ring bells for the Salvation Army. Ooh. We'll do that for at least an hour or so. Just a lot of times the Army gets a lot of people willing to ring throughout the beginning of the season. But towards the end, it trails off. And those donations are huge for the Salvation Army for the help they can do all year long. So, you know, we talk about... Hey, Christmas should be every day. Be special every day. Share love every day. Like when you 
put money into that kettle, that dollar stretches far. Trust me. I've seen that dollar do things for summer camp programming and for homeless shelters and meals during disaster, just a lot. So we always make sure to give back to our community by sharing some time at the kettle on Christmas Eve. And when I was younger, we would read the Christmas story in the Bible from Luke, and we would open a gift from a relative. So if there was an uncle, not from mom and dad or from each other, that was reserved for Christmas Day. But we'd open one gift. If there was church, that's one thing place we were definitely going to be on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. So we go to church and then we, I say that begrudgingly because I'm speaking as like what I did as a kid. <laughs> and as a kid, honestly, we were, I just was about the gifts. I'm not going to lie. Um, and my mom's church, you know, it was long and mm. all that kind of stuff. So yeah, there's a lot of eating. We make the cookies, even though we don't believe in Santa. We still make the cookies, put out the milk. Um, unfortunately, a lot of us are last minute planners. So Christmas Eve involves like wrapping gifts for each other. Like I'll go to my sister's room and we'll wrap my brother's gifts. And I'll go to my mom's room and we're wrapping my sister's gift. Like a lot of just wrapping of gifts on Christmas Eve and on Christmas Eve as well. I like, I, I'm not a person. I like the idea of church on a Christmas Eve. If there was a Christmas Eve service, I wouldn't mind that. I like the, you know what, as much as I don't, I hate bell ringing. I also, I actually would not mind doing a bell ringing on a Christmas Eve for a little bit. Yeah. I, that actually was a beautiful idea, Sabrina. Not this Christmas Eve, but maybe in the future. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah. So we love um, to do it. Yeah, I, I I love the idea of finding a way to give back during Christmas time. I know one thing I do want to do with my family, especially when I have children. I mean, I've done it. I've done it already. But I'm saying when I have children, I definitely want to them to pick an angel from the angel tree and to for them to go out and pick up and for them to pick out gifts for other children and I want to promote that the world exists beyond us and that there is a way that they can participate and share and love and be kind and give to others so I love um, that idea of ringing and that also reminded me, yeah, when when I have kids, like instead of me just picking it or my husband picking an angel and us buying it, I want my kids to be a part of that and for them to find an angel and for them to be involved with picking the toys and thinking about how they could make someone else's Christmas special and nice and things like that. So I'm excited now. I actually have a few ideas for the future. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. So, you know, we've been doing our little Christmas trivia. So you got to do my little five Christmas questions uh-huh. um, for the um, for the pod. Okay. We talked a little bit about this, but let's see if we remember which is which real life person is Santa Claus based on. Uh, what's his name? Not St. Nicholas. It was. Well, yeah. yeah. He was a Christian oh, okay, bishop hey. named St. Nicholas. Okay. And where is he from, Sharika? Girl, I think it was, I want, girl, I was about to say Poland. (laughs) That was from another conversation. I think it was (laughs) some, I don't know where he was from. I think it was a European place, but I don't, I can't be, I'm not specific. So he was white, y'all. Remember that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 
I'm just messing. I got so, a little black so, man on my mantle right now. That is hilarious. I would say I think he was from like he's from um Asia Minor, so he might be. I want to say even Turkey Ooh. to be act- actual. So actually, he's not white. No, that. So he could have. Oh, okay. Thank you. Could have been brown. I want to say he was from Turkey. We can confirm that, but I think it was Turkey. Don't quote me on that. Okay. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did Foxy the Stone Snowman do when a magical hat was placed on his head? Started joking, dancing like David when David was <laughs> Why? Why? Why we gotta bring out the birthday suit part of it? Because so people can know that David was dancing naked. They need to read their Bible because some people don't know that. Because sometimes when we be seeing our strippers, we be thinking other things about them. But we don't know what God doing in their life. Still. Oh my gosh, I cannot. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, I'm telling you, it's like a, it's like a million things right. that I can justify. Uh, that doesn't mean it's right. Let me go ahead and throw that out there because I know how some of y'all be listening. Y'all be sending random texts of like, I don't agree with this or that. That seldomly happens. Let me go ahead and throw that out there as well. So shout out to those who do listen and check in and check tap in a syntax and conversation all that good stuff but that was just 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 for giggles guys just for giggles speaking of that though i do i literally was listening to uh the story of queen esther recently and i have some things that need to be cleared up so one day we will have to break down some bible stories that i feel like y'all been teaching and preaching wrong and there's some juicy stuff in the Bible y'all ain't been really talking about. So that's going to be an episode just to put that out there for you guys. Be on the Love lookout it. for that coming up because there's some things that we ain't talking about that have been happening in this Bible that y'all just nicely glide over. And so in preparation, read the book of Esther and get your stuff together. Oh, and read the book of Ruth, too, because we're going to talk about it. Anyway, back to the Christmas We're going trivia. to talk about it. We are. Y'all go do your research and find out what it meant to lay at the feet of the threat in the threshing on the threshing floor. Anyway, <laughs> what are you supposed to do when you find yourself under a mistletoe with a yes. with another Listen. individual? Yes, a kid. Well, let me hold on. I, let me oh, take it back. Let me take it back. Because I'm saying bro, we in twenty. Well, I was about to say we in twenty twenty two, but it should have been way before that. People sometimes kiss under a mistletoe, but I would encourage people to strongly consider. And not even strongly consider. Make sure you have consent. Um, this because like you got random stuff that be still happening in the workplace. You still read stories of people still doing crazy stuff. I think I talked about it on the pod of like the police officer from Virginia who went to California, catfished a teenage girl. If I didn't, here's a quick nugget, and I'll just throw this out there. But a uh, an officer who catfished a teenage girl saying he was a teenage boy kidnapped her killed her whole family and then what? she luckily escaped um yes you can look it up but oh, it was a police officer from virginia um and it's just that's crazy terrifying. that these things happen and that's why i continue to remind people that just because a person has positional authority doesn't mean that they are there for your best interest like you still have to read the room you still have to do what's best let's get back to the questions i know we got stuff to still talk about and do wow so yes definitely with the mistletoe have consent Mind you, I don't really see the mistletoe. I've always wanted to do a kiss on the mistletoe. Never been under one. Never really seen one. So maybe that's something I got to rig at my house uh, uh, in the future. I will ask my husband for his consent. Or I don't know if when you... Never mind. Anyway, we'll just move on from there. Okay. Which one of Santa's, Santa's reindeer has the same name as... Oh, sorry. Which Yeah, which one of Santa's reindeer has the same name as another holiday mascot? Ooh. Oh, Prancer, Dasher, Dancer. Holiday mascot. 
I don't know why, but Blitzen just sounds fire. So that does sound fire. I guess I'm gonna go with Blitzen. I don't think that's right. It's definitely not it. Come on, Evie, you were going through the names. What's the name? Uh, I don't know that. I gotta say, Connor Dasher. There None is, of those. No, Prancer, Vincent, Comet. Comet. Stanford University. And it's just cool to have where, you know, immigrants 
um, who continue to make a large impact on this country. And I was joking with some people today. Um, one of the people he, we've had him as a guest on the podcast, Dr. Dixon. Um, and as he's sharing the same story with me, we're talking, well, we're talking about it. I guess I'll say that because his nephew, I guess you say nephew in law, but his nephew in law is, um, a Haitian. So they have a lot of conversations about Haiti as well. And he said long time ago, he never understood what, um, certain people from a certain demographic or a certain population would mean by saying they're coming over and they're taking all of our jobs. And he said he wonders if these, if these are the jobs that they were inquiring about. And we talked about um, Dr. Reginald D. from Rice University. And we talked a little bit about Dr. Claudine Gay today. And he was just like, because they usually have those president roles. So now that it's going to someone who doesn't look like them, and many of them are still either in those institutions or they have their kids or grandkids or nieces or nephews or great nieces and great nephews who now have to take orders from someone that their grandparents enslaved likely would be very, very bothersome to them. And that what makes them, that what fuels, that would that could be what fuels their anger. And so when he was saying it, of course, if you know Dr. Dixon, you know he's full of wisdom and I would say charisma and joy and uh, I wouldn't say unique, but it's an acquired sense of humor that he has. I'll say that. Um, and it was just funny just mm-hmm. in, for me, at least listening to him share his thoughts on this amazing accomplishment and the hard work of Dr. Claudine gay of being the first black president of harvard like harvard like this is in the best way the ivy league of the ivy leagues and you can compare it to the mit's and the yales and the princeton's like when you say harvard like it just instantly just you know heads just nod and so many individuals have come through that institution and some of the people who lead force and whether it be tech or in the medical field or in the things that we do with politics or our economy comes from you know, that university. And now we have a person in the best way who looks like us three um, leading that. And that just brings a joy to at least to me. And to know that just in October, we saw the same thing with Rice University, where I believe he um, is the eighth president, but the first um, same thing, the first person of African descent and also being a Haitian, which, you know, kudos to anybody who's succeeding or excelling. And the other thing I was would expound on, and I won't do too much on it, um, especially those of you who follow at least me personally on social media, or maybe you just follow my wife and you've seen me share her posts. Um, I told you I had some family news and I told you that my wife or we were not pregnant. Um, but now every time you see my wife, you'll, or at, for her name, you can just add a few little, little letters to the back, um, with ESN <laughs> and RN. Um, so for the past, say 18 months or so from January of 2021, to June of 2022, she was out of sight, out of mind to the masses with this journey. Um, and I say the masses literally like outside of mom and stepdad, like nobody and me, because I live here, um, nobody really knew what she had going on, um, what her life when it came to nursing school and of course her colleagues and cohorts and classmates and those who she did clinicals with. Um, so she kept that under wraps and now she's continuing to excel. She loves her job as a registered nurse and she's continuing to make a difference in the medical field at one of the, I say one of the best um, because they help save my life, but one of the best hospitals, I won't say where, because I know how y'all boys be out here. Y'all just be finding random stuff about people. So if you can find it out, then two thumbs up to you. But <laughs> she's at one of the best hospitals in the nation. And so definitely happy um, about that, that she's in something that she really enjoys, something that she has always wanted in the sense of the medical field. And it's one of those, that dream come true. And that's one of the things I kind of always try to share with people. You know, you set 
set result, um, set goals in private and just pop up with the results. And I know for some people, you have to speak it into existence so people can encourage you, walk alongside of you, hold you accountable and do all those things. But everybody's different on their journey. I won't tell you they're the right way or wrong way, but, you know, just whatever that dream is that you do have or whatever that goal is that you do have out there. Um, just keep, keep inching away at it. Like don't, don't give up unless you sense or you feel God is calling you to a different direction. And if that's the case, please listen to God's voice and don't be hard headed. So that's all I got for you as far as my expound today. Yes. Congrats to Judith. Yes. Yes, That's so exciting. I'm so happy for her. And she has, she is beaming about her position and she loves it. And I love when people love what they do. That's like, I mean, it's a, like, even, not even it being you, but just seeing people in a place where they're happy and then they love what they do and they enjoy it. It's a beautiful thing and it's inspiring and I'm so happy for her and happy for you too, Evie. Because, you know, if your wife's happy, I'm sure that also brings you joy as well and that wonderful accomplishment. Oh, also love the photos. Love a love a photo shoot, <laughs> and I love the Judith pose. Every picture, it's my favorite in every scenario. When <laughs> Judith does a Judith pose, I'm I'm just gonna call it the Judith pose because Judith always does the pose, and I love it. And I'm happy and here for it every single time. So shout out to Judith; she's the best. Um, what what y'all got to re- recommend today? Oh, I have a recommend. Um, I my fa- one of my favorite Christmas movie is The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. <laughs> And he, they just on Disney Plus brought, um, oh, he, they've had three reboots of it already, but they just did a, the Santa Clauses and it's a mini series on Disney Plus for Christmas starring Tim Allen and some of the famous favorite characters from, or uh, characters, yes, cast from the previous, uh, episode, um, previous installments. So if you're into it, get into it i've watched at first i started watching it and i thought this was terrible this is corny this is really bothering me but now i'm into it i just kept watching i gave up for a minute and then i came back to it and now i'm like i kept watching because every ending was a little cliffhanger and i was on to the next and then it was like oh next episode next week so i'm waiting to this weekend to watch the episode that dropped yesterday so that's my recommend I love that friend. Um, in the same vein, now did I forget the name of it in this short time? I did, but it has Will Ferrell. I literally called oh, Scrooge. Something about Will- Scrooge. Yes, it's on Apple TV. It is very campy, but if you like musicals, if you're into that kind of thing for the holiday, I thought it was delightful. It's heartwarming, and it just have all the has all the elements of. Something that I would enjoy, so I'm going to recommend it. And Shrika has a name on Apple TV. I literally just watched it yesterday. How did I forget the name that fast? But I thought it was Ryan Reynolds, right? Yes, Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. I think it's Mm -hmm. oh, it's called Spirited. Spirited is what it's called. Awesome. And Eb, what are you closing us out with today? I am closing you guys out with um, a movie from the one and the only Queen. Um, and no, I'm not talking about the late great, I don't know if she was great, but the late Queen Elizabeth, but Queen Latifah, um, with The okay. Last Holiday. Um, EB, <gasps> that's my movie. I love oh, that movie. Oh, yeah. I was like, dang, you said it like you don't like it. But no. she just, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just so excited. Oh, no, you could. 
So if you know Queen Latifah, you know she just has a barrage of different. I don't know, she, like, and I, I, I don't want to say this to. Well, I don't, I'm, I'm not saying this to diminish um, anybody else's. I guess you could say value when it comes to acting. But for me, because of the different roles that Queen Latifah, I've seen her in. Queen Latifah is like the female version of Denzel Washington for me. Now, granted, Queen Latifah is her own in her own. So I can literally say Queen Latifah is just a go of acting of of actresses for me. Um, but just the various roles that she's played and the way that she's played them exceptionally well is something that I've always, um, I guess you could say became fond of from this to set it off to like you like basically sports movies to drama movies to love movie, romance movie, this holiday movie, like Queen Latifah is just always, in my opinion, at the top of her game. Um, but just literally a small town girl who trying to, get to the other side of the pond, um, as some would say when they're traveling to Europe. So I think you would enjoy it. If you've never seen it, um, you should watch it. And I think it will be a great conversation. I guess have it, have her, I was about to say a great conversation starter um, for you and your family as you're watching it. Cause some of this Christian movie, I'll be seeing y'all boys talk about, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna, as your kids would say, I ain't gonna hold you, but the movies be trash. Um, but you can, you know, mix up what you, what you watch. Like I know people, we talked about traditions at the top of the podcast and some of you have your, your specific traditions, but like throw in a new movie in that and just see if that changes or shifts. And you'd be like, Oh, this is a really great movie. Maybe we should watch this for Christmas Eve, or maybe I should recommend this to the in-laws or to the relatives or to the siblings or to the nieces or to the nephews or to the neighbors or to the friends. So just add another movie to your list of movie watching um set list so to speak but yeah the, that's all i got in the opposite vein of that next year i will be sharing movies that you absolutely should not waste your time on and please take my <laughs> advice don't go go out of curiosity because while i work from home i do play movies and there have been at least four including one sharika warned me about that i had to see for myself <laughs> that have been so terrible so uh, stay tuned for next year's we do not recommend from Sabrina for the Christmas movies. <laughs> oh my gosh. My favorite line, I just have to say this from last holiday, is enough is enough right now, Mr. Adamian. And that's my favorite line because that energy she was giving at that moment was what I aspired to be. But anyway, it. check it out, guys. We have some good recommends today and it's the holiday time, so... Hopefully y'all have a beautiful Christmas Eve with your family, friends, or however you choose mm-hmm. it. If you choose to be alone and do what you want to do because it's your Christmas Eve, hey, do what do what makes you happy, do what gives you joy. As long as it's legal and it is um not, you know, <laughs> long as it's legal, do you know, do you and enjoy your holidays. E B. Take it away. Yes, I'm just cl- definitely I'm gonna close out with um, a quote and then our normal closing. For those of you parents who love playing jokes with your kids, um, something that you can do. I know it's Christmas Eve, so you probably already pack stuff up. But if you're like, hey, maybe I listen to the podcast right on Christmas Eve and then I'll give it to them on Christmas. Or maybe you your tradition is you go all the way up until January 6th or whatever they do in certain, um, I would say, cultures, so to speak. But I saw this quote and I was like, I wonder what a kid would actually do in this moment. But it was like, I once bought my kids a set of batteries for Christmas with a note on it saying toys not included just to see Mm -hmm. what their reaction would be um, or something along those lines. But what I will say is gifts are great. Um, The time that you spend with family, I would say, is even greater when the time with the family is healthy. 
sometimes we force family gatherings and it become these, I guess you could say unhealthy or these toxic environments. And then you're wondering why either people aren't getting together or why you don't see people more often than you would like to, or you wonder why people feel isolated and alone and outcasts by those who you would say that they love. So I would say this Christmas season, um, this New Year's, this week, this journey, this challenge, however you're dealing with life, find ways to be intentional, find ways to be pure, find ways to be loving and caring and kind to those who are around you and to strangers. Um, I know it's hard. Like when you're at that traffic light and it's somebody panhandling, asking you for change or asking you for a meal or asking you for something. And you're just looking like, nope, let me try to ignore them. Let me keep my head down. <coughs> you know, I know how some of y'all do it. I would encourage you to find ways to give in those moments where maybe you feel a little uncomfortable. If you just take time to hear some of those stories of why people end up in the positions that they end up in, I think you'll be blown away. One of the things I've been challenging um, my wife with just because it's something that I try to do but like randomly go to your Walmart, Publix, Aldi's, Kroger's, whatever store you have, go buy random gift cards to like the Chick-fil-A's or Starbucks to Wendy's, McDonald's, whatever, like $5 worth, $10 worth, whatever your budget allows. And let that be what you give them. Cause I know sometimes you say, well, I only, I only care. I don't carry cash. I don't have change in my ashtray. Somebody took my change. I use that for laundry, but get a couple gift cards, leave it right there in your car. And then when you run into those moments, like hand it to them. Um, I just remember, and I think Sabrina and Sharika probably could hear the same thing, but I remember being even a teenager going to nursing homes to pass out magazines from our church. And then these people would say nobody came to visit them. And it's not like they don't mm-hmm. have family. It's just family wasn't there for them. And I just can't imagine in, in my own vein, because um, we, we started out the pod talking about DJ Twitch, but I'm just thinking of people who, you know, aren't as you know, aren't celebrities who don't have that notoriety, who don't have that mass following on social media, but like there's homeless people who repeatedly commit suicide. Mm. Um, There's people who are 25 to 34 who commit suicide at a alarming rate more than any other demographic. And I'm just thinking of like, you know, not saying that a kid who's 25 to 34 or a young adult or a young professional or a married couple or young married couple hasn't been through a lot, but it's like, there's so much more um, that, is out there in the world. And I think if people sense more love and more kindness um, from people, I think that they will receive that. Now, are there people who receive all of those things and still find themselves wanting to turn on themselves and, you know, have something traumatic happen? Yes. And that's something that we can't control, but what you can control is the way that you respond to people instead of living a life of ignoring people, pulling your window Mm -hmm. up when somebody's walking by, like you don't really hear stories of, Oh, at the traffic, like the homeless person broke windows and stole money out of the car. Like you don't like I'm not saying that has never happened. But Mm -hmm. if you think about your personal life like that has never happened. Not everybody. It might have happened to one or two listeners, maybe. But I'm thinking of myself like I've never had a homeless or a person who's residentially disadvantaged or a person who's panhandling or a person who's asking for money bang on my door or bang on my window, say, give me money. And so when I don't have it, I feel I struggle because I'm like, dang. Like, why don't I have any gift cards right now? Like, how do, how do I be kind? And once it hits me, literally, I'll go into a local, I'll go into a Walgreens or I'll go into a Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, oh, I just need a $10 gift card. Or I just need a $20 gift card. Like, that's all you're ordering? Yep, that's all I need. And then I go right back to that same traffic light and say, hey, that's all I got. And you just see the pure joy on the face of that individual. And just reminding, and I said this before, and I'll continue to say it, just knowing that they, just like you, are born with the image of God. Um, that God formed you the same way he formed them, knitted you um, in your mother's womb like he did that individual, the same way he did Adam, pick, formed him from the dust and formed him with his hands. 
Um, and just knowing that he breathed life into Adam the same way he breathed life into each and every one of us. Like we are breathing right now because the God of the heavens and the earth allows us to. And um, that same God decided to love you and I so much that, you know, is the reason why we'll celebrate Christmas by sending his son, Jesus, um, into this world that is crazy, chaotic, dirty, nasty, messy, whatever you want to call it. And just wanting us to just extend that same love to everybody we interact with. So that's all I really have for you guys um, to wrap up with. I hope you have a Merry Christmas. Hope you have a Happy New Year. Hope you get all the gifts that you need and maybe some of the gifts that you want and maybe some of the gifts that you're going to re-gift to somebody else. Who knows? Um, because I know <laughs> that happens as well. But as always, if life tries to knock you down, make sure you kick back. Until next time.